0: For me, the law of neutrality, keeping that neutral space where you're not like creating so much desperation towards something and you're not chasing it, you're able to kind of surrender to the situation a little bit more, that's when you're able to call things in. Welcome to Tuning In. I'm your host, Catherine Peloso-Smith, and I'm here to talk all things intuitive wellness, natural nutrition, raising the vibe and reconnecting to your truest self i'm a practicing holistic nutritionist and spiritual life coach who has completely transformed from feeling ill and disconnected to now living the healthiest most vibrant life i could have ever imagined i truly believe that by tuning into your mind body and soul as your magical gateway you too can achieve higher levels of wellness and start living your most nourished life are you ready Let's go. Hello, lovelies. Welcome back to tuning in. Oh my goodness, it has been a week (laughs) to say the least. And I just want to have some fun. I just want to have a lot of fun. I've been doing a lot of work behind the scenes. A lot of stuff working in my business, a lot of stuff to prepare for the end of the year, the new year, and programs coming up, the workshop that I am hosting. If you don't already know, the workshop that I am bringing to you guys for free is how to manifest using the power of your chakras. So if you haven't signed up yet, you're going to want to sign up because I'm going to give you so much information formative details on exactly how to shift your personal energy centers your chakras to become an energetic match for what you desire and what you're trying to bring in to your life what you're trying to manifest for yourself how to create your highest vibing life so just a to- heads up with that. I'm so excited for that coming up in a couple of weeks. It's happening November 23rd at 7 p.m. Eastern time. So the link will be obviously in the show notes. You can link to that, sign up. There will be a recording that will go out if you are not able to make the live, but it's going to be so much fun because it's going to be a workshop. It's going to be interactive. I'm not just going to be teaching you stuff. I want you to actually go through and work on things yourself and sleuth around a little bit and see what comes up for you. So it's going to be a lot of fun and link is in the show notes. Okay, this episode, guys, I just want to, like I said, I want it to be fun. I have a really cool story that I want to share with you and you can take it how you want to take it. I mean, it is what it is. But there are some really gold nuggets in this that I really want to drive home on the topic of manifestation and creating and calling in what you want. So regardless of what this is about, the key points are applicable to anything you're trying to manifest. Absolutely anything. So let's just chat about what it is that I'm going to talk about today, which is exactly how I manifested my first luxury bag, my first luxury purse. Yeah. So (laughs) it sounds however it sounds, but I will tell you right off the bat, I'm a purse girl. I love purses. I've always loved purses ever since I was young. I'm just like, that's my thing. Okay. So for me, this was huge and you can think about it for yourself in any way that makes sense for you, right? If you're not Really into purses. Maybe you really love, I don't know, (laughs) anything else. Maybe you're really into makeup. Maybe you're really into books. Maybe you're really into other types of clothing, or maybe it's not clothing, you know, maybe you like to collect antiques, like whatever that is for you. You can insert what it is you're manifesting with what I manifested in this luxury bag. Okay. So, whatever that is, this is going to give you some really key tips. So definitely listen up, listen to the end, because everything's going to come together, and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. It's such a good story, and I've never shared this before on any social media or in this podcast ever, ever, ever. Only a few people know this story. So to start off, OK, I have always been obsessed with Louis Vuitton, OK? I did a project on them in high school. I know everything about the company right from their original bags, which was all about the luggage, okay? They started off as a luggage brand. So I was obsessed. And although it doesn't maybe seem like it now, I love fashion. And I actually considered a career in fashion, in design when I was applying to university. I was kind of deciding like, what am I going to do? I love to sew. I love to create. And I've always had a very unique sense of style since I was a kid. I was always very particular about what I was wearing and how I wanted it to be. And I remember telling my mom, like, I can't have jeans like that. It has to be like this. And it was very different from everybody else. And I've just, yeah, I've grown up with loving, high-end, especially luxury style and how it was just so creative. And Louis Vuitton specifically was always one of my favorites. And to me, it was always just this like something I would achieve one day. One day I would buy something of Louis Vuitton and that would mean that I've made it, right? That would mean that I was... (laughs) worthy enough of purchasing that. So it's always, it's always was like my golden star and when I was a lot younger in high school, I worked a lot. Like I worked a lot, sometimes three jobs at a time. I would make really good money. I For like a 16, 17, 18 year old, I was like rolling in the dough and I didn't really have any other responsibilities or payments at that time. So I would buy myself really nice things. I would buy myself designer jeans and shoes and I remember my very first job my purchase, my very first purchase, I got my paycheck. And I think if my paycheck was like $500 or something like that. And I was like, oh my goodness. And I went out and bought a $300 pair of leather boots. Like that was my first thing. I was like, yes, doing it. Love these, probably worn them like A handful of the time. It was, it was ridiculous to think back, but like, that's just my mindset was like, I worked hard for this. This is my money. I'm going to buy what I want. And so with that, I did kind of create this belief. And even from my, my parents and my grandparents, like my belief was that I have to work really hard to make money. And in order for me to deserve money, I have to work really hard, like maybe harder than anybody else. Right. seems kind of natural and rational, but at the end of the day, like it's a pretty heavy belief to carry around. I always would have to be working and working and working. And as I started to heal my beliefs around money, and I'm still working through that too, but a lot of these beliefs came up and around my own self-worth and knowing that I deserve nice things, and then I am worth nice things, even if I'm not working myself to the bone to the point of burnout, right? So that started to shift for me in like the past two years, even. It's only kind of fairly recent to where I'm learning about this. And I started to associate myself with people who had these luxury items that I wanted, right? I started to connect with them over social media. I started to follow people. I started to just be in the presence of people who had this sense of self-worth, who already had the things that I really wanted and that I could look to as expanders to show me that it's possible, right? It's possible that I too can have exactly what I want. Because when I was growing up, it wasn't common to see people around me having those things. It was definitely luxury and like almost felt like unattainable unless I worked my ass off. So I put like, let's fast forward this to 2022 now, okay? 2022, at the end of the year, I put a very specific purse on my vision board and I was like, I'm gonna start calling this in. I'm gonna manifest this Louis Vuitton purse that I have been wanting, that I've been eyeing up for such a long time now, and I'm gonna make it happen. This is, this is the year that I'm getting my Louis Vuitton purse. And the first thing that I did with that, I put it on my vision board. I love vision boards. However, vision boards are so much more than just posting something on a board and then just like walking away, hoping that it comes true. That's not how vision boards work, okay? You put it on your vision board and then there's follow-up actions that need to take place. So put it on the board and then I began to daily envision what it would be like if I owned that purse, And it wasn't just the purse. There's other things on the vision board too. So I would do a vision board practice as part of my meditations, part of my spiritual practice, part of my manifestation practice, all of the things that I was calling in. And there's other things too that started to come through. But today's story is just the purse. So I would feel in my being, what does it feel like to own this purse? I'm a very feeling person. I I definitely... You know, envisioning and having those visions are helpful, but for me, it's about feeling what it feels like in my body. What are the feelings that come up to like have that, right? What would I look like wearing it? What would I put in the purse? Where would I go with it? And I just kept envisioning that it was already mine. And I just kept like ingraining that into my energy what if that purse was already mine? What would I be doing with it? How would I feel? I would feel so luxurious, I would feel so successful, I would feel glamorous, I would feel sexy, I would feel complete, like all of these different things. So I just kept embodying those feelings and living as if I already had it. And it started out feeling weird, Like I was telling a story. And yeah, it just like, it was weird at the beginning. But eventually, as I continued to practice this through my manifestation series and, you know, going through the motions daily and daily and daily, it's just like a gratitude practice. When you start talking about what you're grateful for, it kind of feels weird. It kind of feels like, uh, yeah, I'm grateful. But the more that you do it, The more ingrained into your being it becomes. And honestly, I'm telling you right now, things started to fall into place as I began to do this. And that purse stopped feeling so out of reach, stopped feeling unattainable. Okay. So much so that I decided I'm going to go to the store. I'm going to go. To the Louis Vuitton store. I'm gonna go check it out. I'm gonna go look at it. I'm gonna to go touch it with my hands, feel what it's like, hold it, and that's what I'm gonna do. Now, <laughs> at the time, we were living in a small town in Mexico on the west coast where the closest Louis Vuitton store was like a five hour drive away. And I thought about it. Don't get me wrong, I did think about it. I'm like, I could go, but the energy felt off. The energy felt a little desperate. I was like, do I need to drive five hours just to go look at this purse and feel what it feels like? And I was like, no, this that's a no. But it just so happened that in four weeks, I think it was from that time, we were going to be flying to the East Coast of Mexico. And we we're going to be spending a couple months on the Caribbean coast first starting off in Cancun. And that's kind of where we're going to be hanging out for a little bit. And then we're going to be heading down a little bit more south all the way down to Tulum. And I wasn't trying to force anything. And I told myself that if it made sense to go to the store, I knew there was a store in Cancun. I said, if it made sense to go and check it out, I would go. So kind of stopped planning or thinking about it too much. And we ended up booking a place. It was an Airbnb in a resort. So we had all the amenities of the resort, but it was our own kind of Airbnb a little bit further away from like the center of the resort. It was awesome. It was so great. So that's where we were staying and find out when we get there that the shopping mall, like the luxury shopping mall for Cancun is right, like, across the street. And I'm not kidding you, it was like, I didn't plan that. Like, I'm not kidding you. I did not plan that. I didn't know. So we get there and I'm like, right away, I'm like, oh my gosh. Okay, well, there's a Louis Vuitton store there. And I was like, I'm not even going to go. I'm just going to just gonna enjoy our time here and I don't need to push it. This is like too crazy, but it is a coincidence. So it did stick in the back of my mind. And I was like, before we leave, if it makes sense, I'll go check it out. I'll go check it out if there becomes a time available for me to do that. I didn't want to like push anything. So crazy thing happened. The kids found like a kid's center at this resort where they could go and hang out with other kids. And it was like a play group. And it would give the parents like a couple hours each day to like just hang out and go down to the beach or whatever and do what the parents wanted to do. It's like this kid's club kind of thing. And they really wanted to go. And so... We put them in this kids club for like three of the days of the week that we were there. And they just had so much fun. They learned some Spanish and it was just a lot of fun for them. And so one of the days I was just like, "Okay, I have this free afternoon. The kids are in kids club. I'm going to go to the Louis Vuitton store. I'm going to do it and just check it out and see if they have the purse. Like, who knows? They might not even have it. It's a really popular one. Let's just check it out. So I go to the store. I can walk there because it's right across the street. I go down, I go into the store, and I see the specific ones laying out. It's the Felicite Poche or something like that. I can't even remember the name of it. And it's just like a, an evening bag. It's just an evening bag, but it has the the original kind of monogram on it that I really love so that's what I was looking for I see them laid out but I don't see the original monogram so I'm just kind of like looking around and then this lovely lovely lady comes over to help me and I ask for the classic monogram she says, oh, I, I'm so sorry, like we don't have any more of those in stock. They're so popular. And as soon as they arrive, they're they're gone. Sometimes we have people like on a wait list for them. So immediately I was like, okay, it's not meant to be. That's totally fine. No problem. I just kept looking around and I just kept like, bathing in the experience. Okay. I don't often go to luxury stores. It's not like something I do all the time. I come from a smaller town and we just don't have them there all the time. So when I do go, it's, it's a fun experience for me. So I just kind of like walked around the store and I just really felt into a state of gratitude for being there and for being in Cancun. And for having the experience that I've been experiencing, we were had been traveling, we, I was working abroad in Mexico, we were going to be going to Costa Rica in a couple months. I was just like, you know what, my life is so good. I'm so lucky and I'm so, so grateful for everything that's coming to me. And if the purse isn't here, it's not meant for me, you know, it'll come. It's going to come when the time is right. And I remember feeling that and I was just kind of walking around and all of a sudden (laughs) the woman comes back over to me and she says, I just decided to take one last look in the back just to be sure and you won't believe it, but there was one there. And she's like, it must have just arrived this morning. I couldn't believe it. I was literally like, oh my God, here's my credit card, let's do this, yes. (laughs) And right away, I was just like, this is my sign. This was the sign. I was like, this is insane. How did she say there's no purse? I was totally okay with not getting it. And all of a sudden, everything came together. And I was like, well, now I have to get it. (laughs) This is definitely my sign. And this is how I took it, okay, at the time I didn't put any of these pieces together because I was just in like excitement mode. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I've got my purse. I was so, so thrilled. I was like dancing around and just feeling good. And yeah, it was just like everything came together. But afterwards I was like, Holy crap. The universe was testing me, right? The universe was asking me like, is this a desperate move? Uh, how are your beliefs around this purse and this luxury item? And as soon as I didn't think it was available, I and I realized that like, well, okay, didn't phase me. I was in this like neutral state about the whole thing. The universe just decided to like change their mind and be like, oh, here you go. It's yours. <laughs> you can have it. And This is exactly how the laws of the universe work. And this is why they interest me so much because your energy of the situation, of your beliefs, of it all is exactly how it's going to affect what you manifest and how you manifest it, right? Everything is coming to you. Everything is available for you. And it's already yours. It's just how is it going to manifest? Is it going to be quick and easy or is it going to take a long time? And it comes down to these laws of the universe. And for me, the law of neutrality, keeping that neutral space where you're not like creating so much desperation towards something and you're not chasing it, you're able to kind of surrender to the situation a little bit more that's when you're able to call things in. That's when you have the space and the calm, neutral energy around it to bring in what you want. So this is exactly what I want to share with you today. That's my story around the purse, getting the purse and all of the things that kind of fell into place behind the scenes that I had, you know, no control over and how it kind of came to be. But there are three key points to the story on exactly how I manifested this purse. And these are them. So if you want to get a pen and paper and write this down or come back and listen to it after, this is what I want you to take from the story. So you want to manifest more wellness, abundance, joy, and love in your life. And you've been, you know, reciting all the affirmations and trying to shift your mindset to the death. But Nothing is happening. Why? Because although these practices can be helpful in rewiring neural pathways within the brain and your mind, they aren't addressing the fact that manifestation is so much more than positive thinking. It's about becoming an energetic match for what you desire. Everything is energy. Everything holds a vibrational frequency. And when we are able to manipulate energy in a positive way, when we are able to align energy with our highest self and desires, we can shape and influence what we attract and create in our lives. I have mastered this ability to match energy through balancing the energy centers of my being through the chakras. And I want to show you how you can do this too. Just in the past year, I have manifested everything from a condo in Mexico, continuous dream clients, a strong and healthy body, to working with dream coaches and also receiving random influxes of instant cash. Woo hoo! The power of energy and manifestation is no joke and I am here to show you how you too can become an energetic match for what you want. Again, I'm not talking about just shifting your mindset. I have a complete holistic approach, mind, body, and spirit to aligning your energy to match that of your highest self where literally anything is possible. If you want to get in on this pure magic, I invite you to join me Thursday, November 23rd at 7 p.m. for this one of a kind workshop on how to manifest using the power of your chakras. I promise you will leave feeling empowered and inspired to stop holding back and to start going after everything you've ever wanted because. You will have actual practical tools and a method of how to balance your energy centers and become an energetic match for your biggest manifestations yet, all without having to be some kind of energy healer type. The power is within you. You can claim your spot by clicking the link in the show notes and be sure to share this with your best friends because those who raise their energies together manifest their dream lives together. I am so excited to finally be sharing this information with you and I can't wait to see you at the workshop. Now let's get back to the episode. Number one is I envisioned it already being mine. I embodied the feelings of having this manifestation. So regardless of whatever, like whatever it is, whether it's a purse, whether it's love, whether it's a car, whether it's a new career, whether it's clients, whether it's a baby, whatever it is you're trying to bring in, envision it already being yours. Envision what it would feel like to have that. Your mind doesn't know the difference. So if you are embodying those feelings, those emotions, those thoughts, those beliefs of what it is like to already have it, bam, the universe will call that in. It's happening in another timeline for you already. If you have those thoughts, it's already yours. So you just have to connect those timelines and the energies and bring everything together to experience it in the life that you're currently in, this timeline. So this also really helps when you envision things being yours already and what it feels like and all that comes with that really helps to heal any limiting beliefs that you have around what you're trying to call in. Because for me, when it came to this purse, like there are limiting beliefs around not being able to afford it, right? Or not being worthy of it or that I should be spending my money on something else, like All of those feelings, right? They don't exist in a world where the bag is already mine, right? In that world, in that dimension of owning that purse, none of those limiting beliefs exist. So the more that you can envision that it's already yours, really embody all of those feelings and thoughts and beliefs, those positive energies, you will heal any of those limiting beliefs, any of those discordant energies will be gone because they don't exist in that same that same world. So that's number one. Number two is cultivate a state of gratitude. So this is what I really was doing. I practice gratitude. I journal gratitude every single day in my journal. I write down what I'm grateful for and really feeling it in to my, my being. And I did that even right in the store. It was happening like right at the store where even though I wasn't getting that purse, I was like, oh, regardless of that, I'm so grateful for everything that I have right now and everything that is coming to me. And what gratitude does is it allows your heart chakra to open. It allows more receiving to be available to you. It's telling the universe, thank you. More please. (laughs) That's exactly what it is. It's like, thank you so much for everything I have. And I would like something else, please. (laughs) And gratitude also raises your vibration really high. So it helps you to attract more of what you want into your life that is also of high vibration. So if this Purse has this high vibration to me, of containing you know luxury and success and abundance, right? To me, those are the energies around that purse of high vibrational energies. When I'm able to raise my my personal vibration around around that purse and using gratitude to do that, then I become an energetic match for that purse, and it becomes a possible outcome so gratitude is huge so cultivate a state of gratitude when you are working at calling stuff in yes thank you and more please okay and number three is huge and this is one that is tricky i'm not gonna lie it takes practice to do this but remaining open and neutral toward the outcome So I've been talking a lot about surrendering and having trust and having faith and letting go of control. This is exactly it, right? So try not to get fixated on how it's supposed to turn out. This is huge. When it comes to manifesting anything, we have to let go of the how. How is it coming to you? That's not up to you. That's not your job. Your job is to be grateful and envision it already being yours and raising your vibration to match that of what you're trying to call in, your job is that. It's not to figure out how you're going to get it. That's not manifesting. That's just like controlling the situation. So don't control how it's going to show up into your life. I didn't control how the purse would show up. Yes, Things started to align in my life where I was like, oh, I'm gonna be there, so maybe I'll go check it out. Okay, great. But I didn't force anything. So because according to my visions, right, I trust that the purse is already mine or on its way to me, and I trust that the universe is providing me always with the highest level of everything I desire my highest good. So because of that, because I trust, because I can surrender, I can let go of the how. And all of that also helps you to let go of any desperation or feelings of trying to trying to rush it, right? So this is huge. When we are able to maintain a sense of detachment from the desired outcome, we allow the universe to bring what's best for us, We can say, you know what's best, you take care of it. And it will always come to you. If we're trying to control it, we're just getting in the way. It's like, get out of the freaking way, get out. Stop, stop it, stop it. The universe is like, get out. (laughs) So just creating that neutrality around it, not worrying about what the outcome is gonna be, not having that desperate energy, you can allow space to call in and allow the universe to support you exactly how you're meant to be. So those are the three key points I want you to take away from my purse story. (laughs) I love my bag. I like to wear it special occasions and I am calling in more. I'm still calling in more. So I love it. Yes. Thank you. More please. I love purses, I love bags and you're gonna see more happening in my life with that. And this is very similar to how my husband and I manifested our condo in Mexico. And that's a different story because there's two of us involved in that manifestation. So it's a little bit different. We had to both get on the same level and like carry the vibration together, totally different. But those same three key points are in there too. We really had to let go of desperation. We had to really feel into our gratitude of everything we were experiencing and really envisioning it being ours already it was really cool and so much fun to go to the site and actually be like, "Oh, this is our house." La 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 la. Tra la la. <laughs> so that may be a story for another time, but it's the same thing. What no matter what you're trying to call in, this is important. These are three key points on exactly how you can start manifesting more into your life. And if you're interested, I really highly, highly encourage you to check out my free workshop on how to manifest using the power of your chakras, because we're going to talk about energy. We're going to get into the nitty gritty of these points on how exactly gratitude shifts your energy, how to shift your vibration and ways that you can actually take action on that right now. So thanks so much for listening, guys. Thanks for this space to share my purse story because I love, love talking about things that I love and I'm so grateful for you for listening and showing up each week. If you found this episode insightful in any way, I please, please help me out and leave a review on iTunes. Let me know what you think and share with some friends share on instagram tag me and i will forever be grateful for you and yeah just have a beautiful rest of your day and don't forget to love yourself that's the ultimate ultimate cultivation right now is self-love when we love ourselves we love all all consciousness all humanity and we bring peace to the world that way so don't forget to love yourself Have a beautiful rest of your day. We'll talk soon. Ciao.